The second man smiled at Melanie. It shouldn't take too long. He followed his partner into the room and closed the door behind him. The big one's a detective, Liza said, starting back down the stairs. The other one is the medical examiner. She paused, her hand straying to her hip. If I have to go up and down these stairs much more today, I'll be flat on my back. I'm not as young as I used to be. Melanie grimaced in sympathy. Sorry, is it hurting much? Nothing I can't handle. It must be the rain, or I'm just getting old. Melanie laughed at that. You know you can outlast me any day. She followed her grandmother down the stairs. I never picked up the brochures. We could go after they leave. Good idea. We'd better have lunch here, though. Who knows how long they'll be up there. Melanie trailed after her grandmother into the kitchen, hoping that the men upstairs wouldn't take too long. She wasn't looking forward to going into town again, with the threat of seeing her ex-husband hanging over her. If only she knew why he was in Sully's Landing. It could simply be coincidence, but she seriously doubted it. Gary was a prominent Portland lawyer and rarely did business out of the city. No, it was more likely he wanted to see her, to talk to her, Talk to her about what? They had hashed everything out over and over again during the divorce, and she'd made it very clear that there was absolutely no hope of reconciliation. She swiftly shut down the memories and opened the fridge. Liza was at the counter, spreading mayonnaise on slices of bread. Melanie reached for a bowl of egg salad and carried it over to the counter. How's the research going? Liza asked as she spread the salad on the slices. It was a question she had asked every day for more than a year. Melanie had been four years old when her father had died, leaving her mother, Liza's daughter, a widow and a single mother. Janice had fallen into a deep depression, and Liza had sent her to stay with relatives in England, hoping the change would help her. Janice had never arrived at her destination, and despite a prolonged search on both sides of the Atlantic, she remained a missing person. Liza and her husband Frank had given Melanie a home. In spite of her losses, it had been a happy childhood. Knowing how hard it had been on her grandmother to lose her only child, Melanie had decided a year earlier to try to trace her mother's whereabouts using the internet. So far, she'd had no luck, but she was determined to find out what had happened to Janice, more for Liza's sake than her own. The memories of her mother were no more than vague shadows in her mind, though she had to admit curiosity had helped keep the project alive. That and Liza's never-abating hope that one day her daughter would return, alive and well. Melanie knew that her grandmother had long given up on actually hearing any news, but hope kept her asking anyway. Nothing new, she said, wishing she could have found something, no matter how trivial. You look a lot like her, you know. Liza sounded calm enough, but Melanie heard the catch in her voice. You have the same heavy dark hair, but you have your father's beautiful hazel eyes. He was a nice-looking man. Such a shame he died so young. Deciding it was time to change the subject, Melanie picked up her sandwich. Let's eat, I'm starving. It was over an hour later when heavy footsteps on the stairs signaled the completion of the police investigation. Melanie met them in the hallway, fingers crossed that they'd have good news. The medical examiner carried a large black lawn bag, 
most likely containing the remains of the dead woman. The younger man, who introduced himself as Detective Tom Dutton, looked sympathetic when he delivered the news. I'm afraid we still have to cordon off the second floor. He nudged his head in the medical examiner's direction. I'll be back after Colin here has completed the postmortem. We're hoping that will give us more to go on. Until then, the second floor is off limits. I hope that won't be too much of an inconvenience. Liza spoke from behind Melanie, frustration making her voice sharp. How long is that going to take? Colin answered for him. I'll be as quick as I can. A day or two at most, I should think. Thanking them, Melanie showed them out and closed the door. I guess there isn't much more we can do now except wait, she said, as she followed Liza down the hallway. It's a good thing our bedrooms are on the first floor, or we'd be camping out in the living room.